0: Not first, Jeff by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Alright. Today we're gonna to be talking about Daredevil season one. Oh. So with the big hype of season two being released last week, we decided to talk about season one and uh maybe next year we'll talk about season two. We like to keeping up with the times. <laughs> uh, actually we should have started with the Ben Affleck movie today, gone elsewhere. So let's start with that. I'm How familiar are you guys with the Daredevil character?
1: Very
2: fa- fairly
1: familiar. So, so there was the <laughs> there was- like Jeff said, there was the Ben Affleck, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Garner adaptation.
2: I read a couple comics in the 90s, just strictly just Daredevil and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I vaguely remember seeing some episode, animated episode of Spider-Man where Daredevil was prominently. Okay. Yeah, for me,
0: I never read any of the comics. The only thing I knew was the Ben Affleck movie, and that was terrible. So when this came out, I was not really interested in watching it. But enough people said it's good, so you give it a shot. And I'm glad I did. One hell of a series.
2: And ben Affleck is another superhero, and it's also terrible. According, Yeah, according well, to we can get to peers. that in the movie section <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah, Daredevil's on Netflix. It's one of their first shows. I mean, not the first. There was obviously, like, Orange the New Black and House of Cards. But it's relatively one of the first ones, I think.
2: One of the, the first Marvel show, definitely. Yeah. That's an original <laughs> series.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, it's gritty... Dark. I mean, I can't believe how. I'll say right off the bat when I first saw it, I was annoyed that the superhero was just wearing a you know a black T-shirt and a another shirt around his face, and that was his costume.
2: <laughs> that was kind of like my ninja costume way back
0: when. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then honestly, by the end when he actually you know sp- obviously we're going to talk about it, so I'm not going to say spoiler. But when he gets the suit, I was like, oh man,
1: like go back to the black sh- shirt around your face. I like that look better. So I yeah the hood. Or not the hood, the like bandana mask thing. Never really worked for me. if for no other reason than just a practical stand. Like that thing would have been pulled off about eighty times in the fights. Get- yeah, <laughs> it was tight, really
2: tight though. <laughs> I guess. I actually liked it because in in uh, some of the Ninja Turtle comic books, uh, Raphael actually sported a bandana like
1: that over his eyes. Mm. It really makes sense. I don't, I, know,
2: I, I don't know if that was a callback or anything. Probably not, but it reminded me of that. I'm like, oh, that's
1: cool. And they were both red. But it is a thing that I like. They did in the series so it, it does have a comic book sensibility to it in that regard where he's he looks ridiculous but nobody ever really calls him on it <laughs> you know
0: yeah like,
1: just you know like like it would play out in the comic book
0: yeah and to well two things there one it would be frightening to fight a guy who's kicking your ass and he had a shirt tied around his face like yeah like, there's something just like because the the hoodie has at the end of the season and even now in season two he has eye slits, and even you know, though they're darkened out, at least that makes the appearance that he's looking at you. With the other thing, it's like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and uh, but as the whole, you know, why doesn't someone tear it off or whatever? I know that they make a comment about that in um, Jessica Jones, right? When um,
1: why well, I've, I've a seen things. all
0: of it. Yeah, well, there's like a throwaway scene I'm like, why don't you wear this? And it's pretty much like a Kato mask. And then someone goes, well, what happens in a fight if I just do this? And they just like move it over an inch to the side. Now the person's blind,
2: right? Yeah, so there, there, there
1: was comic i saw recently where black canary and the flash are talking to me and he asks her you know why she's fighting in high heels and like how impractical that is And she says oh really and then she she basically does what you just mentioned where she turns his mask sideways and you can't see <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> oh, so that's Lance. what that feels like <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so yeah the movie starts out it's you know it's an origin
0: story but it's not it doesn't not too much origin i mean you just see the boy how he gets blinded and then, oh, that's, hard. That's, that's, that's hard to
2: watch as a dad.
0: Yeah, well, as a human, yeah. I think it's hard to watch.
1: But. <laughs> but yeah, it is, I mean, origin in the sense that this is his first big big thing, his first villain that he takes on.
0: Right. But I like it's not just, okay, now you go see him train and everything. It's just, you'll get the training as the right. show goes yeah, on. Yeah. It kind of goes back and forth.
1: And, and they do it, I think they do it well, too, when they explain, like, how he learned how to fight, as opposed to, like, say, in the arrow. Where they go back to the goddamn island.
0: <laughs> awesome. Oh, Scott! If only you were still watching, and you'd be you'd be dreaming for these island, island <laughs> the island to show back up. Oh,
1: oh, oh man!
0: Or at least island flashbacks that are worthwhile going to. Did they have Super yeah. Mirakuru now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and by the way, just I get an arrow. It's going on and on and on now. It that first season for Daredevil I felt was like just about the perfect, you know, just to get done everything that they wanted to get done. Without dragging,
2: yeah.
1: uh, you know, setting things up that really weren't going to, it was very efficient, I guess would be. Yeah,
0: it is. I mean, that's the one thing that these these uh, premium cable shows and now net streaming shows have that the network TVs don't, right? They have 25 episodes, like, oh my God, and these Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, all this stuff, it's a lot shorter. I guess Walking Dead has 20 episodes here, or 18, well, but they break it up. Yeah, and
1: had the huge break in between, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah, you get you know you see it was a boy. You find out his backstory. His dad's a boxer. The whole thing takes place in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and, great place to live.
1: Yeah. Like, like I was so <laughs> nervous the other day. If you decide to live in a place called Hell's Kitchen, that's that's on you. <laughs>
2: the only place worse would be Devil's Butthole. It's like, well, I you, I moved over here from Devil's Butthole, so okay, well, it's a move up.
0: Hell's Kitchen. So you meet – you find out Matt Murdoch's a lawyer and he has a partner, Foggy something. What's his his last name?
2: Señor Foggy Nelson.
0: Nelson, Okay. You mean Fulton? Yes, (laughs) Fulton from the Mighty Ducks.
2: Awesome. Um, Yeah, went
1: from being being like this big goon bruiser from the Mighty Ducks as a kid to – just this kind of doughy... <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, he's that kid that like grew really quickly, really young, and then never grew again. Yeah. And so He's
2: still the same size. Then my, yeah. <laughs> he went
0: gold. <laughs> so you meet them. So there are two young lawyers trying in Hell's Kitchen trying to get clients. They're scrappy. Uh, yeah. I don't... This is a person I haven't watched in a while. Then they, they meet the Deborah Ann Wall character. I don't even remember how... It's a case, right? She gets framed or something? I don't even so, remember. So that's
1: basically, yeah, she, she like, gets drugged and wakes up and they think that she's killed this guy that was like going to blow the whistle on that company that she was a uh, secretary for. Yeah, that's right. And they help her out and they go from there. Uh, yeah, her character is Karen Page. No idea if she's from the comic. Uh, yeah, I don't either. But but it's you. Jessica
0: from True Blood.
1: So they help her out through
0: you know through the entire series. They're helping her out through this. And then she pretty much becomes the, their secretary or the third member of their team. Um, she doesn't know about Matt Murdock's secret identity. Foggy, and I'm just going to jump over. Foggy doesn't know either, but by the end of the series or in that season, he does. Man, he was pissed. His, uh, um, just kind of going through the main character. So then we were introduced. The cool thing about this movie is, even though I didn't, i have to go back and watch it. I didn't like, um, I almost called him Leonardo Tamafrio. What's what
1: <laughs> his name. Vincent Danafrio.
0: Vincent Danafrio. Yeah.
1: I'm looking for a friend. <laughs> Dr. Connor. <Scott. laughs>
0: So he's playing Kingpin in this, and they definitely develop his character, which I did like. It's not just an evil guy for evil's sake, um, but you slow – I mean, he, he doesn't get as much screen time as Matt Murdock, but it's up there. He yeah, gets, I he do gets a, like his he gets story. He a
1: couple episodes where he's definitely a definitely. featured character.
0: Yeah, and I like that. I mean, how did you guys like his character and oh, that was great. the development? Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah. You could always he, tell he was that he was,
2: of, he was really dangerous, even though when he was talking to uh, that girl that he really liked – Mm-hmm. There was always an edge to the way he talked.
1: Yeah, it was just an edge where he could just break out into violence. And, you know, and he did like, sometimes. Yeah, and he does, he does sometimes. And
2: oh, that poor bastard's head. Yeah, <laughs> <of> the car <laughs> door. Oh my gosh.
1: But he's, you know, and I, I thought Vincent D'Onofer did a really good job of that, where you could tell he's got this huge struggle going on inside to try to be better than his father, uh, to not be that, that that violent monster that he thinks he might be. Well, he didn't beat a woman or a kid so that's a step up yeah yeah. right i mean mean, like he's always just (laughs) you can tell just always on the surface
0: yeah i forgot about that about his backstory but yeah you get you get to meet him and um i mean that's pretty much your main players right am i missing anybody i know like stick comes later and
1: uh well they had the Porter bit oh that's right uh, yeah played by vandy curtis hall and that's one thing i want to jump into real quick so you see it in Daredevil. You're like, okay, it's gonna be the Marvel stuff. But as the series goes along, uh, especially Karen's character gets a lot. To uh, there are a few episodes where there was definitely more her than him. Yeah. Matt Murdock uh, and she and it's all good stuff too. The just the normal drama in the in the show is good, which yeah. is which is surprising. It didn't feel like like in again I mentioned Arrow or to a lesser degree uh, Agents of Shield. they are just kind of waiting for the next like cool action. <laughs> go on, uh, whereas this the the drama kind of could have carried it all on its own, I thought.
2: Yeah, I agree No, Yeah, definitely, and then when they do have the action, you're not cheated on it either Yeah,
1: there's, yeah, there's some really cool stuff
2: I like it when series or movies take the uh, uh, Evil Dead or Jackie Chan approach, where they just beat the shit out of the main character, where you know you know he's a badass and he can handle himself but he still gets, you know, the shit beat out of him, yeah. and he and Matt Murdock a lot, yeah
1: that's one of the few things I thought was kind of funny, and definitely again, hearkening to the comic books, and they they hand wave it with the oh I meditate, Yeah. oh <laughs> well, I can heal fast, you can, uh, yeah heal fast you I heal faster than I meditate, yeah I meditate. <laughs>
0: so okay, one thing I wanted to talk about. So his and I, I don't remember how they explained it. His vision slash non vision, right? So I we haven't said it, but I'm assuming you know Daredevil's blind. <laughs> What? But he can still see in ways. And I I really trust – I was talking to Matt about this uh, the other day. Like no, – it's not spoiler. In season two, he's playing billiards. And I was like, how the fuck is he playing billiards? <laughs> like I know he does a lot of sound and all this stuff to triangulate stuff. But how does that help him with pool? Like what? how do they explain it?
2: It's because there's uh, – he can pretty much in his mind see the sound waves that are hitting everything and uh, like right. echoing off of everything. So in his mind's eye, he can pretty much see where the ball is and everything because that bar is kind of crowded and it's kind of noisy. So noise is bouncing off everything. So he can tell the general shape of where things are to an amazing degree.
0: Okay. So the sound was coming from the side. It would be – there would be a negative space filled where it hit the billiard ball. So therefore he can see the yes. ball or whatever. I see yeah. what you're saying.
1: And, and okay. related to that, he kind of mentions you know there's more than just the five senses. He He mentions balance – Mm-hmm. um i forget what the other one he says but it it, it makes sense that he kind of has the, the other heightened things that tell yeah him he
2: can he can smell really well also that kind of rounds everything
1: out well i mean yeah he always he has the other his other senses senses are heightened but he talks about balance which you definitely see uh take place um i, I forget what the other one is so that's gonna bug me but yeah he he uses other Taste. things besides the other five senses
0: he licks his prey a lot. <laughs> Psychic
1: energies. All right, so I mean, if you want to get into
0: it. The, there's lots of fight scenes, but the one from episode two, I believe, when he saves the little boy in that hallway scene.
1: Yeah, all uh, la uh, awesome. old boy, just the oh, yeah. I haven't seen a long but... fight, and, and they do some really fun things with that. Just on top of it,
0: but it's just one shot of the hallway, and he just goes in one door. Come, goes out another door the fight it almost turns into a, like a Benny Hill thing or do they come out of one door and they're fighting <laughs> I thought, I thought <laughs> go back into the- another door and it's I'm sure it's not one shot I'm sure there's like they use some tricks to when they something cuts in front of the camera to make it multiple shots yeah but it's supposed he,
2: he to goes through one front door front. and then they have like coffee set up and everything it's like oh you're, you're supposed to go through the other door now oh okay
1: well it's it's <laughs> cool at one point yeah, you see him knocks a guy in there he gets pushed in a door and you hear all the fighting but the camera doesn't mm-hmm. and then he just comes stumbling out <laughs> right
0: Oh, it's so awesome! And then the, and the fact that he beats a guy up, and in most movies, you beat a guy up, he's done. He never comes back up again. And this, no, like he fights another guy, but that guy you knocked down a minute ago is now he's back up, coming for more. And you can just see like the fatigue, right? That's another thing they never show in movies, especially superhero movies, that the superhero is getting actually tired. Yeah, because <laughs> he's fighting these. Well, I forgot how many guys are like seven goons or whatever. It's like he's exhausted by the end. And then just just the cool scene of him at the end. Carrying the boy out is really awesome. To me, that that's episode two, right? That gets you hooked. If you weren't hooked by that, then you're not going to like the show. That's yeah. I was telling somebody at work today, they're like, should I watch it? I'm like, yeah, give it two episodes. If you're not hooked by the second episode, then yeah. you know it's probably not for you.
1: Just to reiterate what Alex was saying, I think his real superpower is just being able to take a... Yeah. yeah he gets, you know, like Alex said, he does just constantly get the shit kicked out of him. He wins most of the time, but he still gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, they show he's not Superman. He's a human, so even if he wins every fight, every he still takes a beating. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And it's, it's mean, cool. He
1: has like the perfect built-in thing too. He's like, "Oh, I'm blind. I tripped on some stairs." <laughs> no, yeah, no, right. one's, no, no one's ever gonna like call him on it, you know?
2: And with clumsy blind man. I was gonna say they
0: they kind of call that out, and they they people. Well, the
1: people closest to him call him out, you know. Strangers on the street, though, or his clients, his law firm, or his law office, whatever. You yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm blind. This stuff happened.
0: I know. No, no. I was, <laughs> but, yeah, but I was going to say, like, in Batman Begins, it's kind of the first time I remember Alfred going, You might want to come up with the alibi for all <laughs> these scars and stuff, or these bruises. Pay yeah. hey, polo. But, but yeah, you would think it would be a lot more than that. So that was really cool. We mentioned, like, the other scene. I'm just going to start naming this. You know, like, the scene where we mentioned when Kingpin just gets mad at that dude and just. Up to this point, he has been, you know, he's been mean or like scary, but he hasn't really done anything brutal. And in this scene, he just destroys a guy, beats
2: the shit out of him, and then well, slams he his head. Basically cocked him at that dinner. Yeah. He's like, he's... dude, I was gonna get laid. Now this is happening to you. <laughs> Pretty sweet.
1: Please, Mr. Kingpin, we will take the deal. Smash. Yeah. Uh, I think uh Rosario Dawson's worth mentioning.
0: Yeah, I was gonna get to oh. that too. yeah, so you meet the night nurse.
1: Night nurse. She didn't get mayonnaise in her cooch this time.
0: So, I, now I'm trying to remember, he just is in a dumpster, and that's where he finds her? Or she finds him? <laughs>
2: Sounds about right.
0: Or am I thinking of something? I forget,
1: I forget whether she now. gets in trouble, tries to help her out, and then winds up in the dumpster, or if he winds up in the dumpster, and then she finds him. Or somebody, or like one of the kids in her yeah, observes okay. Her, Yeah, okay. Yes. I think it's
2: one of those deals where the kid in her building finds him in the, the dumpster. Kid. Yeah, and then... Gets her because he knows she's a nurse. Yeah,
0: and I know she's awesome. Not only is she extremely uh, <laughs> beautiful and gorgeous, but like, as than a movie star, you love her. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dante got her. That's bullshit. <laughs>
2: anyway, you hear that, Miss Rosaria Dawson? Yeah. Champ at gmail dot com. Um,
0: she's like a movie. She's the, really the only real movie star in this, right? I mean, the other guys are you know them, but I guess Leonardo DiCaprio. What is this guy's name again? <laughs> DiCaprio.
2: DiCaprio. Oh, this is a veteran <laughs> And uh, what's-his-face, uh, the guy who plays Daredevil,
1: he was in uh, Stardust. Stardust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I it's, know, but... it's weird that he was the kid in Stardust to me. <laughs> Henry, he's, K- he's all, Henry most recently was he was in the
0: HBO yeah. show, right? He was in um, Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Yeah, he was like the bodyguard that came over from Ireland and then started sleeping with Nookies with Maggie, Margo, Maggie, the, the head girl, the main girl that was, like, Nucky's girlfriend or whatever. And then he gets, spoiler alert, he gets shipped home in a box. <laughs>
1: Spoilers. Got shipped home in a box. Huh? Shipped home in a box,
2: baby.
0: Anyway, yeah, I thought Rosario Dodd, I already forgot her name in the show. Uh, Claire. Yeah. Just really cool, grounded, and yeah, she's helping out because she thinks, she doesn't know why, but she thinks, she has a hunch that the guy's doing good and pretty cool. And it's cool, her character makes an appearance, a cameo in Jessica Jones. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and then... So far in season two, she did show up briefly. So far, I'm only a couple of episodes into season two.
1: Yeah, um, I did. I did. Um, now that I've started seeing season two, I realized there was a reference to, as Jeff calls her, electric nachos <laughs> in the in season one. Yeah, uh, when they're
0: A uh, crazy Greek girlfriend or something. Yeah, so they're having a the college yeah, yeah.
1: flashback, and he's and uh, Matt is busting froggy's uh, balls about him learning Punjabi. Just because there was some hot girl in the Punjabi class. And he's like, oh, well, you learned Spanish because of that Greek girl. And that's like all they say <laughs> about it. <laughs> and then like afterward, after I saw like the trailer, I'm like, oh, it all clicked.
2: And
0: by the way, electric nachos came from Matt. I, I stole that from Matt. <laughs> did you? Yes.
1: <laughs> well, I got it
0: from you. <laughs> I'm just shouting out give a um, cite uh, my sources.
2: Ooh, Electra wears a bandana too, a la Raphael.
1: Uh, they did good, but not making it look stupid.
2: Oh, she, she doesn't? This season
1: uh I don't know I haven't seen promotional stuff oh okay I'm well, actually co- I'm actually got the the actress uh, spoilers in season two uh Elodie young yeah is
2: she ugly <laughs> No. <laughs> Very. <not> ugly. Oh. <laughs> typical Hollywood but I mean i've
0: I've just got to the episode where she appears and and she seems way more believable as a Greek crime fighter
2: than Jennifer Gardner' <laughs> saying hey don't yeah. speak ill of Gargar
1: yeah as, as long lar-gar, as we're... Lar-gar. so yeah we're, Sorry, Dawson is ridiculously attractive, but I still think Deborah Ann Wool steals the show in that regard.
0: It's 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 a tough battle. She's
1: uh, she's easy on the eyes. It's Jessica.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, uh, the show is just very gritty. Um, any other scenes you guys want to talk about? Like, I just the fight. Obviously, the fight scenes. The I like that they didn't cram it with a bunch of different villains. Well, they they. Right? Well, I
1: was just thinking they they kind of no no name villains other than like the ninja guy yeah (laughs) just going you know vague reference to the hand and then the old Chinese woman also has some like mystical old monk powers Oh, I forgot about (laughs) that shows off uh, at the very end Um, but yeah I like that he's going in his first like bout as being a superhero he takes on the Yakuza (laughs) the Chinese triads and the you know the kingpin the the biggest crime lord in New York City he takes on all three of them. <laughs> so he doesn't start small. Go big or go home, bro. Right. Yellow.
0: Yeah. And then I forgot, was it Scott Glenn? Is that who plays the stick? Yes. He does a really good job. <laughs> Do you guys get him confused with... Um... David Carradine? Yeah. Hey,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey that was David. I thought he was dead.
0: Oh, wait. It's I know. Kind of, uh, BK, when Ty was talking to him, he was like, yeah, Kill Bill was awesome. I'm like, no, Kill Bill's dead. That wasn't Kill Bill. <laughs> he's like, he's dead? How did he die? I'm like, yeah, you don't want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you really just trust me. You don't want to know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was cool. I mean, he's kind of like a, you know, a mentor slash villain. I mean, he's both pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, he slaps that ice cream out of his – oh, no, the the little bracelet that he made for him out of his hand. Like, oh, man. <laughs> come on. I shed a tear.
1: So here – just a small thing I noticed on the show. I don't know why they do this. So, yeah, Stick comes and visits his apartment, and he busts his chops because he has German beer. And they never say, like, what kind of beer? Just German beer, whatever the fuck that means. And then the character in season two does the same thing. Yeah. So, oh, really? obviously, 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 they did it to link the two characters. But I just think it's funny that who, who likes beer that thinks, oh, German beer is pissed? Yes. Like, nobody.
2: Americans. No- <laughs>
1: yeah no nobody thinks that no one thinks oh it's german beer Blah. Like,
0: no one is give me some of that american swill yeah. um speaking of his apartment i did like how they explained why he has such a nice apartment yeah <laughs> <Everybody's>, yeah <laughs> it's big in size but it's like nobody wants it cuz it's right across the street from blaring lights that would have would annoy anybody else but a blind person yeah i did like that that's always one of my pet peeves of like these shows where these poor people live in New York and they have apartments yeah, that are awesome apartments. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's each. That's one thing that I thought was from the Ben Affleck movie that they didn't in the show and it makes sense is in the movie he has like a deprivation chamber Yeah, that he gets to sleep in. It, you know, every it would make sense for his character. But yeah, I think so too. As long as he's like trying, but he's trying to hide the fact that he is so sensitive to um,
0: Anything else on this on season one? I just uh, kind of wanted to do a little follow up on season two, not talk about it, but some other follow up stuff. But
1: one uh, one funny thing I noticed. So it's definitely dark and gritty and violent. And I they I don't know why they do it this way, but uh, so there's there's a lot of swearing on the show. They yeah. never dropped f bombs. <laughs> they always say like asshole and dick. Like that's all they'll say. Like they'll never say like I, I'm pretty sure Jeff Jessica Jones was dropping it, but uh, uh, yeah, no, just... I she didn't. I don't think she did. It's just kind of weird that they that's like the way they drew the line.
2: Maybe they're saving it for one really sweet.
1: Yes, it just doesn't make any sense. To me. <laughs> Something about Mary. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get your one. Yeah, your, your PG-13. Whoa. It's just weird to me that they like with the language that they would leave that out. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even notice. I always. I, I, yeah. I tend to pick up. Yeah, just a weird thing I noticed. Yeah. I I have to when I finish up Jessica. Jones.
0: Okay, so that was going to be my next question. So You haven't finished Jessica. Have you started?
1: Yeah, I'm like halfway. Through. Okay. I I I stopped for a long reason.
0: Uh, so I have to pick it up again. So of the comic book shows that you guys have watched, where
2: would you rank Daredevil? It, it would be it'd be the best one. Yeah, I think Maybe number. Eh, yeah, no number one, and Jessica Jones. Okay. I really enjoyed both those shows for different reasons. I do like Marvel's doing the smart thing where they can keep their TV shows like really dark and gritty, but their movies have some aspect of that. But a lot of it is also like they know how to time their humor in that, too. So we don't get like a big like just a gray tone of mucky, gray, gritty crap that DC is trying to feed us.
0: Yeah, well, I think they have and they have two different versions of TV, right? They have their Agent Carter, Agents of SHIELD yeah, TV, Network TV, yeah. and then they have yeah, the street. It's interesting cuz it's
1: all part of the MCU. Uh for for my number 2, I I I know I'm kind of alone on this, but I really like okay. it. I gotta that's, get that's much better that. Yeah, it's I heard it's much lighter good. I'll get back into. It.
2: Jones is really Yep.
0: Good. You guys don't watch the Flash though, huh?
2: No, I've not watched the Flash. I watched the first season. I do like the Flash. They did a lot of right things with the flash
0: i would i don't know we tie flash and daredevil's really close for which one i'd pick first i don't we will see how season two goes for daredevil and then i i'll make my decision is it, arrow is it started out gotham? good but uh dude gotham <laughs> i'll say this season of gotham might be better than this season of arrow and uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah arrow's getting terrible I, I almost i almost turned off mid-episode last night but I didn't.
1: I I saw the pilot episode, Supergirl. Was I wasn't that impressed. I I'll give another. You know, I gave Legend Tomorrow two episodes, so I'll try to give that one another episode. But mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's one too. I only saw I saw the first two. I think, and I just it wasn't bad. I just okay. Yeah, I yeah. So I, I didn't think it was
1: bad, but there's nothing to to really get me to come back. I, I thought uh, I can't. Uh-huh. But the woman playing Supergirl, super the girl playing Supergirl. Uh, it was pretty good, but the way they built the shows—at yeah. least she wasn't a, f- a
2: single female lawyer. <laughs> Having lots of sex, her skirt's getting shortier. <laughs> she is wearing the world's shortiest skirt.
0: <laughs> it is a good time to be a fan of this of the comic book stuff. I mean, we're we're comparing seven different shows that are on right now, like let alone the movies. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and more shows are on the way. I know. We had Lu- Uh Luke Cage soon. There's Mar- Marvel still doing that cleanup crew, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I what that's called. Oh, uh, so I think that now still uh, on the way something, in-
0: yeah, the damage incorporated yeah, or damage something. In- and then I think there's preachers coming to AMC. I don't know much about these characters, but these are all comic book stuff. So I kind of like that. Like, most of these characters I haven't known anything about. So going into them fresh and like Daredevil was the one where I knew something about it, but what I knew I did not like. <laughs> Luckily, the Affleck movie didn't destroy it too. All right. Let's, um, well, I was going to say, season two, we, we're, we've all kind of started it, but it looks like we're all early on, so nothing really to talk about there. But so far, so good. So yeah, if you guys like season one, or if you're interested in watching Daredevil, go watch it. And Give it two season episodes. two sounds like it's going to be good.
2: It's on Netflix. Go watch it.
0: Yeah. And I can say, so far, Shane's a pretty cool Punisher. I don't know the real actor's name.
2: Holy crap. That poor Pond, pond guy. <laughs> what an idiot.
1: John, uh, John Bernthal. There you go.
2: That's that's what, was that the punk guy or the Punisher? That's Punisher. Oh yeah. That's Shane. The Pongu <laughs> Hey, I thought that was me. Oh, yeah. Alright. Jeff, have I told you that the my oldest son Luca, he calls his uh, burps uh pongu face? <laughs> pongu face? <laughs> yeah. Luca, what was that? Luca pongu face? <laughs> Anyways. Oh,
0: this show's gonna be big in Korea.
2: Alright.
0: <laughs> It's time for neam News! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. So get it out of the way. Today, we just found out Gary Shanling passed away. Oh, <sighs> R.I.P., man. Sucks. Guy, I didn't... Yeah, I don't know if he was sick or anything, but... He died of a heart attack? Is that what we heard? And I haven't seen I, much I, of him lately. I didn't, I know I didn't he read on the why. Yeah. Kind of He's only... I saw he was 66. I think Chris posted that today. So that's young. Today's I was gonna day. ask... Like, I remember watching Gary Shanling's show. I, it was okay, but I didn't... I think I was just too young. But the Larry Sanders show was brilliant. Uh, and I love that show. It's
1: fucking gold. Uh, Rip Torn's character. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh.
0: Rip Torn. Um, George Bluth. I forgot his name now. Everybody in that show was... Janine Garofalo, I think, was on it for a yeah. while. Sarah Silverman. All these people way back in the day. Not Anthony Michael Hall. Who's the other guy from Kids in the Hall? Thompson.
1: Oh, Scott Thompson.
0: Scott Thompson. So... Sucks lose Gary Shanley, but if you haven't watched it, all these premium shows that you're watching now on stuff, so I think I can't remember anyone before Larry Sanders. That was like a first, one of the first original HBO shows, Yeah, right? I, think, that, I, like... yeah
1: I think in a, in a respect uh, things like Seinfeld, Larry David, Kirby Enthusiasm, kind of, kind of have to thank the Larry Sanders for because it's basically like that same kind of character that's self-destructive <laughs> you never really saw before yeah I think
0: Seinfeld was on was that during during the run I think
1: I think you know what I because Seinfeld's yes, early
0: 90s but anyway like any of the premium like you know later on came List and stuff like that but and then later The Sopranos but that was the first one where you're watching a, a weekly sitcom and they're swearing and I just remember watching that in my, I was still living in my parents house but I think I was in college that's, I think I got it a little more because I was older and stuff and I just oh, I love that show and I never knew that, like, you know, they're obviously, like, take pulling information from stories they hear about Letterman or Carson and everything and them trying to sleep with the guests and stuff like that. Or <laughs> would, not trying, would. And just be so, being so insecure about what people think about them and stuff. <laughs> the producer keeping people away and handling everything, like they were ripped torn. it's, so oh, it's <laughs> awesome.
1: Um, I mean, I know we're talking about gay shandling, but... There's one episode in particular that I I uh, still laughingly about this day. Uh, so Rip Torn's character has an argument with with uh, Lady Sanders, Gary Shanley's character, and who ends up getting just shitfaced and stays at the studio overnight. And then this like Eastern European janitor shows up, and they fight, <laughs> like, but then they like bond and they just get hammered. And then like nothing happens the next day, and the the episode ends where Rip Torn has, like, carved a middle finger on the door to his office, and <laughs> he just, like, got to, completely forgot about it. I, uh, I, I'm I not doing it justice, but uh, <laughs> uh, it was one of the funniest things. It's
0: a great show, and I remember we had the cameos with David Duchovny, and Duchovny was playing gay, and he was, was having a man crush on Sanders and all that. And that was another cool thing about that show, was that because it was a talk show, he would always have special guests, and people would be playing themselves. That was another brilliant thing about the show. You'd have, like I said, David, DeCup- well, he was playing himself, but playing a variation of himself, the gay part and everything. But then, like, I don't know if you remember when he was having the season finale of the Larry Sanders show or the series finale of Larry Sanders show had, it was going to be the series finale of his talk show. And so you'd have, you know, the last episode. So all these people want to be booked on and because you want to be seen and everything. And this is when Jim Carrey was at his height and Jim Carrey came on and he couldn't get him on and like during the commercial break Larry's like oh thanks Jim I'm so glad you can do it. I thought we were and he just all of a sudden Jim Carrey's like cut to the crap Larry you piece of shit I'm only here for real oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's all evil then the commercial comes back and he just
1: hey <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Awesome>. <laughs> sucks that we lost him but he left us a lot of good stuff so go check it out
2: and he made it to the Marvel that's true he did
0: Hell, Hydra see how annoying a little prick can be
2: <laughs>
0: God. and i guess the other thing i don't we we're recording this the release jesus the opening night of batman v superman so none of us have watched it the reviews are coming in not good
2: <laughs> rotten tomatoes has never steered me wrong <laughs> last last time I checked, it was thirty seven percent. So
0: I'll still go see it. I don't know about you guys, Phil, but like it's kind of like I said, I, I just everything I thought bad about it seems like it's coming true. It's like yeah, you got some cool action, but what the hell's going on? And no substance to the great looking shots that Zack Snyder can do. But I'll still see it.
2: Suffering from Michael Bay syndrome, I guess. Jeff Colton yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be better than a Transformers movie. <laughs> but well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got what, ten percent on
1: Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> G message. So, I vaguely remember seeing the second one. Uh, Transformers, and yeah, I, I didn't, who are these? Who's watching these movies besides kids? Obviously, kids. Trump supporters. Because kids are dumb, but <laughs> but who's going to see these movies? I just said Trump supporters. Yeah, a... eh. I think
2: it's
0: kids and families. Who was it? Someone was just. Who was I listening to? Oh, they were they were quoting who's the guy Uh, Nick Schwartzen Schwartzen the guy from Grandma's Boy he was saying he was pretty much doing what we're doing now like can you believe we're at a date we're at a time where like did you see that Transformers movie oh god it was terrible can you imagine when we were kids if we would have saw that our minds (laughs) would have blown well (laughs) yeah it is you gotta take it with. I I think
1: I remember years and years ago after the first one came out um, on K-Rock Ralph was talking about being in some bar, overhearing some guys to have some conversation about the movie, and one guy saying, Michael Bay's back. <laughs> 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 I don't, uh, yeah. Also, if, if Megan Fox isn't gonna be in it anymore, like what's the point of watching? Yeah, seriously. I think it was Wade that said uh, out of everything in the first movie, she was the most impressive thing. <laughs> on the screen. That's <laughs> yeah. visual. I
0: had some other news, but I forgot. So if I remember it, I'll let you guys know. Scott.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, we, Batman dynamic Superman's painting pan. Uh, what do you guys know about these deleted scenes from Force Awakens? I know there was a
2: snow scene
1: and
0: other oh, stuff. Um, there's a scene where Han meets Jabba the Hutt <laughs> outside <laughs> Cantina. Oh, I don't even. Jee-busy. I can't ho- Can't wait until they put that back steps, in the movie.
2: Scott. The... I
0: my dad loves that part. <laughs> oh. Hey, Alex, I think it's time to have a serious talk and put the old man in a home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to, I mean. <laughs> your your father seems pretty cognitive of his own uh, recognizance. Your Honor, <sighs> he loves when Han Solo steps on Jabba the Hutt.
1: Guilty. Bang, guilty. That is all you are sent to a home. I know you guys couldn't be with him. Yeah, me too.
2: <laughs> We've <laughs> sent
0: him to Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I heard there's a few new, see, I don't know, they're coming out on the DVD, which is out next week, or no, I guess the week this airs.
1: Well, yes, I guess it's kind of good, but we we'll won't have to double dip. Are you, are you going to buy the Blu-ray, Jeff?
0: Most likely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll get one. I'll get the digital version, or I'll get the Blu-ray. I'll get something. Okay.
2: The HD DVD? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I already own, like, two copies of Phantom Menace, so there's no reason why I would not get this. <laughs> the
2: Betamax of uh. First Awakens.
0: I won't get the H D you ass. H D V D you
1: asshole.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, the one thing I've heard people talking about, like, oh, are deleted. Everyone's so worried about canon these days, and like the deleted scenes count as canon. And I'm like, he's hilarious, dang.
1: Like, what the fuck ever? What the yeah. that canon bullshit. I know they can wipe it off the map whenever they want. So. <laughs> if it got cut from the movie, it got cut for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: So,
0: all right, real quick. I heard spoiler alert. Ooh. That that orange chick the one in the little the big glasses. Okay. In the deleted scene she actually uses the force to like open the open a hole in the cave or something to let mm-hmm. them free because that's right when the empire comes. And so they but they cut it out. They don't I guess they didn't want to reveal that she's a force user because they weren't sure. But now if it's in the deleted scenes like, "Oh, does she know the force or does she not?" Like, no. Oh. no, she doesn't. They cut it out of the movie. Yeah. She
2: does. If she does, look into it and I hope they don't make her a force user. They can be there can be aliens that are hundreds of years old that Know how to use the damn? F- Come on, nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scott said it. Well, <laughs> Scott answer. is the uh, the acolyte of uh, Star
1: Wars canon, so it's true. <laughs> I always, I'm constantly reminding you guys of all the things you don't know about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's a tad annoying. Yeah. Uh, other small bit of news: uh, apparently, they've handed the keys to the Predator franchise to Shane Black which I think is interesting. Uh, so they're planning a reboot for 2018. Uh Shane Black was in the original movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was Hawkins, and he's famously brought on because uh, they wanted him to punch up the script, but he didn't really want to. They sent him down there to make sure that the shoot went off and uh reasons. And then, you know, he went on to write things like The Weapon. Uh Recently, he directed and wrote Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang and Iron That's Man 3. Um, so... The Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is great. Iron Man 3, not so much. Yeah. Um, Iron Man 3 is still fun, though, when he's not in the suit. So uh, we'll see what happens with the Predator. But I hey. kind of go back to the roots. of uh, Just get straight to the act. Stick it out. Just have the hunt. Yeah. Although I I do – I I might be in the minority on this, but I did like Predator 2. I love Predator 2. Yeah, I predator 2. was just going to ask. Cool.
0: There's rumors, or I actually heard that they're trying during contract negotiations with Schwarzenegger to bring him back. Mm. I say, if you do that, you also bring back Danny Glover. That'd be rad to pair them up.
1: That'd be cool. Well, I
0: to pair them up, but just Super like you pair. have to get knowledge. These guys are the only guys who successfully defeated Predators. Let's pick their brains. And uh,
1: in in Predator Two, Adam Baldwin's character is like the only government goon sp- spoilers that survives. Uh, at the very end, uh, was originally supposed to be Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Uh, like, yeah. it were that character. So we gotta do Predator to be Two. And, uh, be something like a trust. What happened to you? Sorry, what was that Joe? Predator
0: 2, it's got Gary Busey and Bill Paxton.
1: It does. And Rhea Keith Alonso.
2: Yeah. Yes. And, and Danny Clover. Yes, man. It's no not killing that
1: which cannot be killed. Yeah, the weird Jamaican mafia. Why is the why is a Jamaican mafia? Is it actually a thing? Hard to kill, man. I know. I no uh, screw face. Screw a face. <laughs> He's got two mouths and four eyes for death, man. I and I be marking you for death, man. Which is the movie?
0: <laughs> now, this is already Jeff at Gmail But what is the movie? it's gonna be
1: good. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, strap yourself. I think in, it's folks. a
0: Jamaican guy, but it's definitely the guy is in the street and there's like an alleyway. And he's going yama 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 yama.
1: That is police academy or?
0: Oh wait, it's yeah. High tower's pretending to be somebody, right? Yeah, he's
1: pretending to be this like weird <laughs> bohemian cannibal. <laughs> No, man, I'm hungry. And like the best acting that Bubba Smith's ever done. <laughs> Affecting <laughs> that.
0: Yummy, 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 yummy,
1: accent? I forgot about that. And he's like, he's stuck in there with David Spade, isn't he? I don't remember. And he is. <laughs> David Spade was in a, in a Police Academy movie. Let us not That's forget.
2: That's for a whole
1: nother. I think movie. that was the same one with Sharon Stone. Ooh, which one has uh, Janet Gretzky? Uh, the second one? No, third, third or fourth one. The one where they... Get into hijinks.
0: Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll do... There's, there's, I don't think we mentioned this, one, uh, but... Uh, sorry, go ahead. We got to do an episode on Police Academy, but combatant Larsard died not too that's long true. ago. That's uh,
2: true. Yeah, that's right.
0: Maybe we mentioned that, but I don't know. I didn't know the guy was still alive.
1: He <laughs> should have been dead a long time ago. <laughs>
2: Punky. <laughs> I hope he got one last blue while giving a speech. Oh, Mahoney.
1: <laughs> Mahoney. <My> <laughs>
2: Anyway,
0: we're talking about Yama 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 Yama. Wait. wait. <laughs> so yeah, the- Predator.
1: Predator. So yeah, Predator <laughs> reboot Kevin. Shane Black. I
2: I approve of this message. Uh,
0: I I will wait and see. The last eight Predator movies have been terrible. Yeah, so
2: oh, good but, night. Uh, the yeah, Brody I, one. I gotta I gotta say the Brody one had some potential. I really liked the uh, the concept of kidnapping humans and putting them on their own game planet. I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. And then. And Larry Fishburne was surprisingly well-fed for a guy (laughs) surviving for – how many years was he on that island?
1: Don't be scared of (laughs) predators. Uh, He wasn't
2: starving, I'll tell you that.
0: (laughs) Oh, Samuel L. I mean Larry Fishburne. (laughs) Uh,
2: JeffyJimbo.com Anything else, Scott? That's it for me. All right, Alex. And now for your sports report. Here's Alex. All right. I, I learned something about baseball. Okay. And I what learned was this thing England. that you learned. I learned it from a uh, Korean variety show. <laughs> of course. You they they had this uh, on the on the Korean show. They had. Uh, I already forgot. Well, his last uh, Ryu. He plays for the Dodgers. He's a pitcher, right? Hunjin still...
1: Ryu. Hun Ryu.
2: Yeah, Ryu Hunjin. He's still he's still pitching for him.
1: Yes, I think he's on the DL right now. But yes.
2: Okay. But uh, yeah, they had him at on as a guest and all the people were playing like a fake type of baseball where they all had quote unquote psychic powers and it was fairly ridiculous like you do and uh one of the guys hit a grounder is that what you call it sure hit hit the baseball and it hits the ground yes Yes. okay he hit a grounder and he was running towards first base but the ball bounced up and hit him hit the runner and then he was out i didn't know that could happen
0: yep yep that's why you're taught to run – if it hits you in the foul territory, you're not out. So that's why you're always taught to run in, that, in the foul territory.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, he did not do that. <laughs> I thought they pe- – but when they when you go from first to second, people don't run on the baseline, right? Because they could get beaned
1: by a ball.
0: There is no baseline yeah. going from first to second. and
2: um, It's kind
1: of – I obvious. mean if the
0: ball hits you, if you're running into second and the, ball, the batter hits the ball and it hits you, you're out yep. as well.
1: If someone's throwing the ball and it hits you, yeah. that's not – Yeah, that would be way too easy. And then and there's, painful. it's kind of a subjective thing on how far out of the line you're allowed to run when you're going from first to second, second to third. Basically all, basically any of them, is uh, it a, Queen, no? a Queensberry rule type of thing? Like if you're touching the grass, you're gonna be called out. But okay. after that, it's umpire to say if you ran too far around. So you like, if someone's gonna to try to tag you, you can't run in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> now that'd be a game <laughs> try to That'd be kind of fun, but no that
2: Isn't that what the XFL
1: did? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go with that.
2: Okay. Uh the other sports news that I heard was More than one? Yeah, I know. It was kinda of, it it well, it's related more because I'm a dad than anything else, but what's his face from some team was taking his <laughs> his, his <laughs> was taking his kid to the field every day. Yeah, that was that was uh
1: Adam LaRoche. Yeah. Of the White side. So- okay. Hey, that's what I said. <laughs> okay.
2: But I don't agree with that. I mean, taking your kid on your to your job every day, being in other professionals' way, that's not cool.
0: Yeah, basically, S- yeah like I, sports. I wonder how that works with, like, locker room humor.
2: <laughs> like, Well, that's, yeah. I, I think that was one of the main complaints of some of the other teammates is, like, well, I can't josh around and say the F-bomb because there's this <laughs> – kid around. I can't walk around with my balls hanging out.
1: Well, officially, no, there's like nobody on record is complaining, but I'm sure like like what you're saying, yeah, people weren't down with yeah. it. And there's like constantly though, wasn't like, oh, he, bring, he was brought in every once in a while. Uh, but I guess some clubs, like in baseball, some, some teams are like that, where you're always just allowed to bring your kids in, which is weird to me.
2: Yeah. I don't want my kids at my job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Scott remembers, but Alex, back uh, like I don't. Know, Fifteen years ago, it was becoming a big thing for like coaches and players to have their kids like be ball ball boys and go get the bats and stuff. And then during See, the that's, World Series, that's, fine.
2: that's like a summer job. No, so, like,
0: during the World Series, this kid like the guy hit the ball and his little it was in play and the little boy went out to get the bat and the play was still going and the dude was running home as hard as he can and luckily one of the players like saw him and like grabbed him by the scruff of his neck and pulled him to safety because there was like, going to be a hard play at home and this kid was just. Running on the field, uh, and I think after that, they think they kind of banned yeah. that. The league's like, no, we can't have them. That's that could have been bad. You just imagine a collision at home plate with a little kid right in between. Yeah, he's like JT Snow,
1: <laughs> no, first Chris Love snagged the kid. This <laughs> yeah. Dusty Baker's kid too. It wasn't even just like, like yeah. fourth outfielder's kid.
2: <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> anything else? Uh, nope. That's my sports report from Alex. All
0: right. <laughs> I'll have one of these days, I'll have to give my, like, um, I was going to say hentai, but not hentai. What's a good version of Ani- Japanese shit Ani- you guys want? Anime. anime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do anime report by, by Jeff. Oh, there
2: you go.
1: And I'll be and I'll be like,
2: there's a lot less porn in this anime.
1: What is, <laughs> there's, there's no tentacles and girls aren't getting their rips torn <laughs> off. What, what was the hentai comic? It's like the fisherman's daughter or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was the one.
0: <laughs> yeah. all right that wraps up this week but what are we talking about next week Alex what it's
1: my turn I did last last uh, Scott
0: one. no Alex Scott whoever's turn we're gonna
1: it. try to talk about Batman V Superman. and if not it's gonna be a mystery t- okay
0: cool thanks for listening everybody Okay. <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs>